0: it's steve the republican good How how you doing we're here today on the lions then joining me as usual is my brother paul paul say hi.
1: hey everybody it's brother paul
0: and today paul who do we have with us today we have a special guest today
1: steve we are glad to announce our special guest today rob johnson fellow patriot and cos guy extraordinaire state of north carolina
0: absolutely he is the guy to uh when you want to talk about anything legislative uh anything with convention of states he's like the number one guy on the east say coast hi, rob. if not the whole state say hi, on convention of say hi rob how do you do so rob tell tell everybody um what kind of things are you working on with convention of states where are we at with that see we talked about it
2: right now we're at a must-have our state legislator is, Slater, Slater, is coming to a close for this session, and they want to end it by the, the end of this coming week. This is July 1st. They want to be out of there, out of Raleigh, and go back home and go campaign for this season. And there's just way too much work to get done. They haven't bothered with convention estates. There's a history now that we're talking about of them playing volleyball with it. The Senate making a deal with the House saying, well, if you pass it over there, then we'll make sure it dies in committee here. And the last time it was passed in the Senate and the House made sure it died in the House. Oh, never got out of committee. What's up with these people? They have no patriotism. They don't care about saving this country. What the heck are they thinking? Isn't that the exact reason why we have it in the Constitution, Article 5? Our founders put it there for a reason.
1: We find it interesting, too, that the state of North Carolina has a perfect opportunity to get on board with this. And I think it's Senator Rabin, is it? That yeah, might be Rabin. yeah, might be responsible for putting a little gum in the works here.
2: Yeah, right now it's held up in the Rules and Operations Committee, the calendar committee that Senator Rabin is the chair of, and he's from Brunswick County down there in the other side of Wilmington. Um, but it's not just him. We understand that Phil Berger has the power to say, make it move, get it to the floor now. It doesn't even really have to go through the rest of the committees. There's no presidents to say that. It has to. Phil Berger could absolutely say on on Tuesday or Monday, whatever day you want to pick, and say, Bring it to the floor today. We're going to have a vote. And we're on the hot spot now. We we're calling Senator Rabin and we're calling um, Senator Berger, and, and we need to get on the phones and we need people to call him and say, we want this to happen. We need North Carolina to be the 20th state involved in this. What the heck are you waiting for? This country to really fall apart the rest of the way? We won't have a country left.
0: Oh, that's a solid thing. Now, how can somebody get involved with conventional states? You know, what's the uh, where would they go?
2: You can definitely go to the website, conventionofstates.com or Convention of States Action. All you have to do is look it up. We have that on board. There's a the petition there to sign and all kinds of information about where to uh, get involved, how to get involved, informative information about how the process actually works, how safe it is, and how ridiculous these claims are of people with their just dumb ideas trying to make it look bad.
0: Well, I know I've been with you a couple of times when you've explained it and uh I I I remember seeing uh, basically a sort of a debate between you and uh, Michael Special, who is a definite anti-convention uh, state person. Actually, I remember when we went to Raleigh, he was uh, standing on the side trying to argue with people intentionally to get attention. I think he
1: was there. He's he's very well intending and very well meaning. However, as as much of a place that has in the grand scheme of things, the timing's bad. So it would be instructive to give. Our audience, and I would like to address the audience for just a moment here and thank everybody that tunes into the lion's den podcast and listens to the valuable information that we present every week, right on time. Right, Steve, and tell, tell our audience a little bit of background about convention of states having to do with the principled part of it, which is first and foremost, a balanced budget amendment. Secondly states rights and third rob
2: well first of all let me let me start with just saying you know thanks to special mike yeah. there you go <laughs> he he is just you know bless on, his glad. little heart
1: for mike. mike's a very good guy very well intended we, we love
2: mike um we do you know we, we've we had some issues with with him with that oh shoot what was the one bill he really wanted to do he wanted to secede from the union. Oh, wait a minute. Isn't that against our North Carolina constitution? Oh, yeah. Oh, but anyway, um, special Mike, I'm sorry. He's just misinformed. We've gone to task toe to toe, and I have no problem calling him out on where he's wrong on this issue. By the yeah, way, he's good with some things, but Mike, yes, he's just out there. If you're
1: listening to this, we would like to have you on the show sometime. So come on into the lion's den.
2: <laughs> How many people are brave enough for that? Come on, Mike, I, I, I'll stand there toe to toe with you. We can talk about this. We can talk about all these things that you want to try to rearrange of how it actually works and, and make up your own plan. That's that's fine. Not a problem.
1: And we'll even keep it positive.
2: You know, <laughs> me and
0: Paul would be willing to uh, narrate that event for, for you two to have a, a kind of a clash. And yeah, stuff. we could host it. We could host it for sure. Yeah. We would be glad to do that. So, Paul, what else? What's going on? You know nationally i know we have some big big news that came through this week so you said you had a lot tell me Steve, what's going we're on. gonna
1: have a lively discussion because the menu is pretty long i started out coming into the studio today to say that there's some really really good things happening okay and i'll just say it the way i always do god is in control and jesus is the answer think about that let it sink in okay with everything you see in the news, with everything that you see going on around you, that's the best news that I could possibly give. So I just wanted to start off with that. Otherwise, <laughs> guys, you know you know what hit the national news this week. You oh know this, the Second Amendment decision came out on, what was it, Wednesday? What excellent, excellent news that was. And we're going to talk about that. And then secondly, the other thing that just dropped yesterday.
2: Oh my gosh, wade yesterday i'm sure your mom is thrilled I, I know some of the work that she's done well there's millions of this.
1: americans and i should say tens of millions
2: but you're right i i'm just i'm just very pleased that it got to happen in your mom's lifetime and she got to see it end
1: we're still celebrating what rob is referring to everybody is my mom and my pop were champions of right to life and operation rescue in the 80s that's what he's talking about
0: you you have some really great story your mom has told some great stories about that and uh i i just want to say life wins life wins and god is behind that and let us not forget the president that was responsible for getting uh more conservatives on the uh supreme court president Donald J Trump. Trump. <laughs> Trump Trump
1: he's getting a lot of kudos
0: yeah he should he yeah. should you know it's a it's a great thing um we've we are saving lives every second and I believe something like uh maybe a dozen or so states already had this trigger mechanism
1: yeah that's one of the things we wanted to highlight thanks for bringing that up Steve in the sense that there were already state laws that were lying dormant on the books and people were just waiting for a moment like this where those regulations and those laws could kick in for each state and that's exactly what's going on
2: in north carolina if you want to know where we stand on this we already passed a right to life bill a few years back and it stopped abortion at 20 weeks it went to the courts and of course with liberal courts in north carolina there was an injunction put on it so it was on hold and right now our state legislators are calling for josh stein our attorney general to release that hold now and abide by the supreme court decision is not he he a republican or democrat
1: (laughs) josh stein come on man
2: I'm just trying to be
0: funny.
1: Rob, thanks for that. That's good <laughs> info, though. And you know what it comes down to, folks? It comes down to each one of us recognizing that life is important, that we stand for life, that we love life, and we love freedom. And that's really where we're at right here.
0: Paul, let me let me just step in on one thing. We did have a little bit of uh, not so good news. Now, am I not, uh, am I mistaken in saying that we had two of our senators vote for a red flag, Bill.
1: Oh, what the hell? You know what? That's infuriating. And the, and that you would bring that up is is really telling Steve because that's exactly what they did. They voted for something that is at best specious. I can't call it a law because it's specious at best. And if you don't really understand what that is, what it is is any kind of a law or a measure that gets passed that is unconstitutional, that's what we're talking about.
2: Yeah, Tom Tillis and Burr, they, well, Burr's already on his way out. He's been censured and he's not going to run again. He's retired. He knows he'll never make it again as a North Carolina U.S. Senator. Tom Tillis, on the other hand, squeaked through this time. And why we even put him up for this election, I don't know. We could have done so much better. (coughs) Right up. (laughs) Right up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and you know this is going to be his last time, too, because we've got people in the works. You know, we've already been talking about um
1: We're going to break soon. So go ahead and finish your thought.
2: I got thrown off. Um, We already, we already spoke about Laura Trump and stuff, possibly taking a U.S. Senate seat from North Carolina. And we're looking forward to that. And this, you know, may be the bill. We don't know if she's going to jump in there with, as soon as Tillis ends or what we knew this last time, wasn't quite the one that she wanted, but hell, hopefully we'll uh, still get her on board. She would be amazing. She's so well-spoken. Oh my gosh. She is very well-spoken. It's, it's, it's amazing to sit and watch her speak. I went up to Greenville that one day when they were having the rally, and it was a blast to listen to her speak and, and draw up the crowd. It was a lot of fun. And she's right from down the road in Wrightsville Beach. Mm-hmm.
0: And I, and I got to say, as someone who's seen her uh, one time when uh, Trump landed down in Wilmington, uh, she's good on the eyes, like my dad would say. Well, you know they say in Texas, the
1: Steve? They say that Laura Trump just might be the darling of the rodeo.
0: <laughs> wow. Darling of the rodeo? <laughs> That's their expression. Yeah. I, I've never heard that in New
2: Jersey. I just gotta say. One thing we've gotta do though, is, is we've gotta clean house from the bottom up. There are way too many Democrats hiding as Republicans in this entire state, in our county. We're calling them out, they're exposing themselves and hopefully the people will see this and we need to clean the house from the bottom up. We need to go back to a citizen politician run by the citizen, people that have the servant's heart, that they don't want to go there to get rich. They only want to go there to serve the right thing. And we've got to keep that in mind. Rob. Yeah, we, we need
1: statesmen. And we're going to go to break, but thanks for bringing that up, Rob, because when we come back from break,
2: well, we'll pick we're, up going, to, right from we're going
1: to cover that.
0: That sounds good. So this is the Lions, and we'll be right back. And keep paying attention and tuning in. We love you.
2: get
0: it some.
1: Are we back in on the lion's right. then everybody? All right. Well, thank All you for tuning in everyone.
0: special guest, Rob Johnson. Hi. Yep. COS guy, extraordinaire.
1: We have Rob with us. Thank you for joining us today, Rob. And he brought up a good point just now, folks that we just can't leave it. We've got to cover this, because we've heard everybody speculating how the Republicans and the Democrats have all morphed together. It's a uniparty, ah, a uni-party. right? Yeah. Oh, it's definitely a uniparty. And so, so what we need to what is that we,
0: anything like a unibrow? I guess. Yeah, yeah,
1: quite like yeah. that. So what we really need to define about this revelation is the fact that. There's no more Democrat Party anymore. The Republicans are operating what on fumes, right. basically.
0: Wait, wait, wait! There's no more Democrat Party. You mean we won?
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> we exactly. <won? laughs> well, it can it can only be described as Marxist communists have I've taken over the party.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're the Borg now, right? Yeah. We've turned into Pre- the Borg,
1: pretty much. But think it. Think about where we are today politically. That there's no more opposition party is anymore. It's,
0: Hey, hey, Rob, tell us what Mike Mike said
2: in his video that I saw yesterday. Oh, I loved it. He just said flat out that the reason Onslow County is so red when it comes to voting is because the Democrats have joined the Republican Party.
1: <laughs> and, and vice versa.
0: And vice versa. <laughs> yeah, quite literally. It, it's a sad, sad thing to to know that that was such a true statement.
1: But the, the danger to the citizenry is that there's nowhere to hide now
0: now i did not now folks remember i talked about there was going to be a gop meeting and everything and uh, i think i even put out like a small video about that it was coming but i did not get to make it and i will explain why i had to not make that meeting um very stupidly i my my ch- baby chickens got loose and i climbed into between the two fences trying to get this little chicken that had gotten loose And I stepped on a beehive, and I was getting stung with bees up my leg. So I didn't get to make it. But Rob, our guest host here, was there. And I'm going to ask him to fill us in on what went on at that.
2: So go ahead, Rob. Nothing. A lot of nothing. (laughs) What do you mean nothing? (laughs) Our, our, Our chair spoke for an extended period of time, blah, 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 blah.
1: It sounds like sinister loads of nothing.
2: We we yeah. did not have a quorum, so we didn't have any business to conduct, and I don't want to get into why we didn't have a quorum. That's a whole other subject that we'll talk about another time. But I go. just, it's just not worth it at the moment. Um, we had the guy come in from Victory, North Carolina, whatever, to start telling us about. I mean, this. the guy that's
0: doing all the work.
2: He, well, yeah, he.
0: It's funny. I saw Melinda taking credit for what. For him doing the door, getting people to do door knocking, I thought that was kind of odd seeing it came from the state GOP as an instruction for him
2: to come here. Melinda wasn't one of do door knocking. Let's face it. They haven't done that for years. That's why Onslow County has the worst voting record in the state. It's there's a lot of things. But the thing is, we need you out there they shut down videography on this particular meeting melinda's trying to claim some obscure irs code but that's only dealing with irs so why the heck is she using some irs code to tell some the press they can't be there to wait 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 wait
0: wait wait, wait. Wait, let me get this straight she used an irs code to explain why mike couldn't videotape
2: that's exactly right and you know she got that order from somewhere else because she well She's, I don't think face he it. could figure face, face, that out on a run. Right, I'll, I'll, he said it. I didn't
0: think he was going to say it. But I was going to say, I don't think she's smart enough to figure that out.
2: It sounds you like you said it just to you, say way. Hey, Honestly. Let's face it. Melinda's just a puppet. She gets her marching orders from a few other people. And that's what she does. And she's only there to protect the elected officials like. George Cleveland and some others do whatever they say. That's why whenever George Cleveland walks in the room and says, do this, that's what they do. They all bow to the king and do whatever he tells them to, regardless of whether it's right or wrong.
1: So she sounds she sounds like just a figurehead.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. a puppet. Yeah. Hey, I'm Where sorry. else is that going so on in the White House? About what you said.
0: The the thing I don't get, Rob, and what you know what both all three of us are gonna get called bullies or thugs or whatever you want. They they love to call us names, even though we don't call them names. This is my violin playing for you. Rob, do we... Let's clear clear it here. While I have you here, is it Melinda the person we're picking on or Melinda the leader?
2: It's the history of the actions as the leader. There is nothing else I ever want to get into with that. It's just... There's a strong history of how she makes decisions or other people make decisions for her. And it's very obvious. We have it on video with the hand signals from Lynn Gallant during the one meeting. We have another one with Hans Miller giving hand signals at the last meeting and telling who to do what. It was hilarious. It's just, you know. It's pathetic. it. it it is. And, and this is why we need people out here to get involved. We need to take back our party. This is not your voice in the party. This is whatever they want it to be to keep you out and continue doing whatever it is that they want. And just being the fundraiser for the people that they want in office. They don't care about what you have to say. You
0: know, Rob, I, I wanted to say this because I talked to someone today and they were telling me that, you know, they, they didn't know totally understand what was going on. And I was trying to explain, you know, uh, let me say it as our side, their side, that kind of thing. But what I had to stop and explain is that it's not like we're unwilling to try and figure this out and get, cause we want to work on against the Democrats. You know, we want to work against the other party, the communist Democrats that exist, but we want, how can we do that if. If it's broken, like if we, we can't even handle our own stuff. I mean, I heard, I think we being, you talked about it, that they sent out an email. Melinda and the leadership from the GOP here in Anzo sent out an email asking us to help with, was it Wake County, right? Yeah, Wake, uh, Mecklenburg. Mecklenburg County, right? How, how, we can't even agree on a which plan of organization to use, and they want us to go. The paper. There is a
1: solution that I think we can talk about it right here and right now. It's called precinct strategy. You guys are both very much aware of that. So if you can jump on precinct strategy, then you've got a ground floor basis from which to work and affect a positive change. Would that be fair to say?
2: Yeah, it is. That's exactly where we need to go. We need people involved in their precincts and and the people need to speak up because these precincts have a voice at the executive committee, even though our our leadership of the executive committee keeps trying to shut down that voice. I'm sure they're going to hate this podcast today, but you know what? If they gave us a voice inside the party at the meetings to actually have some sort of say of how it runs, then maybe we wouldn't be having to go to social media or out there somewhere else to be heard.
1: Well, just to tie it in, Rob, with the national audience and Steve, you and I have talked about this also, what listeners can do if you're, if you're receiving this information and there's a similar situation going on where you live in your part of the country, what you can do is you can do a, do a net search on precinct strategy and determine from, from that net search, what what the website is that you can log on to for more information about how to proceed where you live. I think it might be precinctstrategy.org or .com possibly. So look that up. And once you've, once you've researched it, become involved on the local level, just like Steve and Rob and myself are talking about yeah, or in or order to affect a change where you, right. Where they can contact us. Yeah.
0: We, we, more than me and Rob, we 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 travel. We'll 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 speak at anything, and Paul anytime he'll come and speak at anything. So we could all work together to help you out. But yep. you know what Paul's saying is, you know, do your research first. Do do a little background, yep. and uh, Rob, you you
2: you have something coming up too, right? Yeah, let me tell you this first. Dan Schultz is the guy that wrote the book Precinct Strategy, and this is how we get Trump back into office, because we have to go to the precincts and take it to the GOP to clean house so that we can get these rhinos out of office. Dan Schultz, Precinct Strategy. He lives in Arizona, and he also has a podcast that he does on Rumble, so you can look him up on there. Um, We do have multiple precinct meetings that we do. We like to conduct them and bring people in from wherever, whenever, and and do some instructional stuff. And we have one coming up July 16th at 10 a.m. in Jacksonville. If you want to give me a call, yeah, sure. Give me a call. 609-234- we can talk about what we're going to have at that meeting, and if you have something to say or bring up or discuss, we can certainly see about putting that on the agenda to make sure everybody gets heard, because we need to know your concerns. We need to know what it's going to take to get you involved and help us out here to fix this country and get it back on the right path.
0: Oh, excellent. I couldn't have said it better, Rob. You know, we like working together, and the reason we start doing these multi-precinct meetings is because we found out we were better at helping each other than we were getting direction from the leadership here. So it was just, I mean, not that they're not able to come or welcome to come, uh, but it's, you know, sometimes you need to talk to other people doing the job to say, hey, how do you handle this? Or what do you do with this?
2: Let me bring this up real quick. We were talking about that county executive committee meeting that we had, and we did not have a quorum, which means we did not have enough members of the executive committee present to have an actual vote to conduct business. Gee, you know, I brought up the idea. Maybe it would be a good idea to send out postcards of all our Republican registered voters, or at least a large group of them in the party, in the county, and invite them to these meetings. No, that's going to cost too much money. But yet they want to spend thousands of dollars to buy a thousand signs for this next campaign kickoff. That just does not make sense.
0: No, it doesn't. Uh why don't we do this why don't we hold up right there let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll pick right up from there you're listening to the lion's end podcast with rob johnson our special guest steve the republican goodfella and
1: brother paul
0: brother paul be right back